Hi, Shelly. Hi, Jessica. Hi. And hi, our special guest. This is Elsie. You there? Hi, how are you guys doing? Doing well, thanks. Yay, we have a guest. We have a guest. Someone I'm likes so us. Excited. <laughs> Someone <laughs> wants to hang out with us. Oh, that's like weird. The <laughs> These are Yay. Welcome to oh, the I can't shit wait to talk show. To you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the shit show. Say that now. <laughs> She's like, ooh, this is going to be your first and last appearance. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no. No. So, Elsie, very nice to have you on the show. Um, Shelly and I have been trying to get guests for a while, and it's, you know, if anyone out there wants to be a guest, please email us at areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com because we like we, friends. We love it. We love friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to. I had to warn Elsie a little bit. You know, sometimes there's some profanity on the show. Oh, yeah. She said that she I almost left. She said that she didn't <laughs> want anything to do with us. So I said, "Well, please stay." And she said, "Okay, well, all right, fine. I'll curse right along with you." So I got her on you board. Know what? What's funny is I was talking to my kids in bed, and I was like, "I'm going to be recording a podcast. Only interrupt me if it's an emergency." Don't listen to a word I say. <laughs> That's awesome. And and Gwen, my my oldest was like, yeah. Colin said my youngest. He was he he heard you once, and he was like, I think mom curses. I was like, no, <laughs> me, no. You're like fucking right, Colin. Fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right. No, it's so funny, Shelley. When you you're a mom, <laughs> you're totally like two different people. I love it. You're like, oh uh, no. yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I embrace it. It's fine. Anyway, how's everybody? So here we are. Here we are. So the, uh, so Elsie's like, um, I already want to drop off this call because you guys don't. Absolutely sh- not. I'm here for it. <laughs> so <laughs> we had some questions actually formally prepared for you, but oh, also no. I wanted to, she's like, oh no, no, this is not like, this I is not. I have them. I have them. Oh my I God. them out. You are so fancy. Okay. I mean, I have them on my phone. That's how tech, you know, it's all savvy. You have a print. Wait, let's back up. You have a printer? Yeah. <laughs> with school. ink in it? <laughs> yeah, apparently it works. I didn't know. Elsie, like, do you have a printer with ink? I do, but I'm a graphic designer, so oh, this cool. makes more sense. I print stuff out sometimes. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, that's a rabbit hole we could go down. I'm a project <laughs> manager of graphic designers. Oh, wow. Very interested in this now. Know what that's like? That sounds miserable. <laughs> no, it's. I love it. I love the creative process. Okay, I love good. it. I love it. She's like, we're all just terrible. <laughs> no, I love it. No, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I have a ton of graphic designers in my family too. So nice. We're just an interesting bunch. No, that's so cool. That is fun. I'd like to hang out at that event. With all, the, <laughs> all the family. Would you though? Well, I mean. I don't know your family like that, but I trust that they're pretty cool if they hang out with you. Yeah. You know, if they're related to you and stuff. But you, you know, you will uh, definitely get your fill of ridiculousness on this call. So um, <clears throat> so the reason I uh, we wanted to have Elsie on the call is she, um, and I don't want to say that you, you wrote it because it looks like there's other people involved, but you, you were part of the writing process of a, a book called The Jersey Devil. So yep. I have it right here, actually. The Jersey oh Devil. Oh my gosh, you got a copy! Wow. I am. I'm a fan. 
Um, so a lot of different people uh, wrote this book, and I love that the title at the bottom says a collection of utter speculation. And I feel like cool. that is all that we talk about is specu- speculation. So can okay. you just tell us a little bit about, you know, how you, uh, or unless Shelly, if you, if you have any burning questions, but you know, I have a lot of burning questions, but no, I, I want to, I haven't read the book, Elsie, but I want to know what story you contributed to the book and like what your inspiration was for it. Uh, sure. So first of all, the collections of utter speculation is a series that I, I was talking to uh, Jessica earlier, where like me and some of my writer friends would just get together and we talk about stuff. And we'd have these conversations and we were like, we should write a book together. But all of us wrote in different genres. So we had mm-hmm. a romance writer, we had a comedy writer, we had a fantasy writer, and we had a horror writer, which is me. Um and we're like, awesome. well, how could we all write a book together when, like, none of us, like, write or read the same kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. We said, okay, so what if we came up with, like, a mystery, like, a you know, a historical mystery or, like, a supernatural mystery or something like that? And all of us write a story explaining, like, what we kind of think could have happened. And it doesn't have to necessarily be, like you know, what we really think, but it has to be a good story and it has to be based in some, like, facts about the situation. Mm. So we started with The Lost Colony of Roanoke, and mm. then The Jersey Devil was the second one we took on. Um, and so my story was the first one in there. Or no, that wasn't the first one. You're not the first one, sorry. Melissa's story was the first one. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the table of contents now. Um, and mine was the second. It was called Seeking Monsters. And mine was kind of, um, uh, it, it was it was inspired by actually a, who was it? Josh Gates, The Destination Truth. He had a show, like, where he'd go monster hunting, like, all over mm. the world. I don't know if it was Josh Gates, but it was, like, a show on sci-fi, I think. One of those shows where they, like, you know monster hunt or ghost hunt or whatever yeah and he did one in the in the pine barrens that i remember mm-hmm. it stuck out and they were like wandering around at night list hearing things and it sounded like it was almost messing with them and they never mm. found anything but i kind of wanted to go along that thread of the people who kind of look for monsters and do monster hunting. And it's become such a thing now with podcasters and YouTubers and TikTokers and that kind of stuff that I kind of went along with that. Um, as well as the whole idea that the Pine Barrens is kind of basically like a big tinderbox. It's super flammable. <laughs> and it catches on fire a lot. Um, oh, wow because it's so dry and there's so many pines and it's just all pine needles and stuff. So, um, it's protected land, a lot of it, and Mm. it's unique. It's a unique ecosystem. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It was something I kind of uncovered in my research. So I kind of want to, I wanted to sort of play into both of those aspects of like the way that it, is um, protected land a way that it it has to be taken care of very specifically and that it, um, you know, that people go in there all the time looking for monsters. That's awesome. Specifically, you know, Mr. Jersey Devil. 
Nice. And Shelly, you did an episode on the Jersey Devil, right? I, I did. Yeah. So all of these stories in the book have a relation to the Jersey Devil in some way. In this, yeah, in, in the this, second in book. This, in this book. So yeah, how many books series. are in your series? There's five altogether. Oh, actually. my gosh. And then we actually, awesome. because we started a press based on this uh, last year. Awesome. So we opened it up to authors all over the world. Um, and now we're going to be doing, instead of just, uh, collections of short stories, we're going to be doing novella series too. So that's open to submissions. If there's any writers out there who want to mm-hmm. write us a book about Nessie or oh, any of that. these famous stories. Well, we have but, a lot of listeners around the world, so hopefully <laughs> some of them hear you. Uh-huh. I have so many questions, so I'm just going to ask them all, and you can answer whatever one you want to. Um, so I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm just thinking out loud, and I'm like, okay, Jersey Devil, sneak peek into the story that you wrote. I'm very intrigued by this. Or you're a horror writer. Like, how did you get into horror? Any and all of the above. I just want to hear about it. Uh, so I guess we can talk about being a horror writer. And I should <laughs> clarify that I write in a, a couple different genres so horror fantasy and his history which is kind of all comes together in a lot of these mm-hmm. books um and it wasn't my story in, in this book but uh susan tolio who is my editorial partner at the press um she has a story about literally the historical origins of the jersey devil which you should definitely touch on later but um <laughs> With horror writing, I always attribute it to the movie Poltergeist because my parents let me watch it way too young. Shelly. I did not (laughs) sleep for, like, most of my childhood. And then I kind of became immune to a lot of, like, scary stuff that, like, other people cringe from. So I'm constantly looking for something that's actually going to terrify me as much as Poltergeist did when I was, like, four. Yes. Shelly, she's our people. (laughs) <laughs> you are you are our people yeah. i'm i love horror and i love watching horror stuff because of that like i'm constantly looking for something to scare me and nothing ever does <laughs> i like it i still like watching it but nothing ever scares me right i'm constantly just a little disappointed that it like, yeah quite hit the mark right and the, no, until I'm until we sure. talk about shelly's actual haunted house and how there's yeah. actual hauntings. Oh, I, I have to hear about that. Girl. It's true. We have oh, I believe so... you. I had one, too. <laughs> oh, I want to hear about that. You, That's awesome. You had a haunted house? Yeah, I think I lived on a haunted street. Okay, tell us more Yeah, about that. well, we need to sidetrack. We'll come back to Jersey Devil in just <laughs> yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah, Don't leave us well, hanging. You, okay, do you, you really you want yeah. to sidetrack? Yep. Okay. I really um, do. I really do. Yes. So I we moved to this street, and I don't want to name names right now, but um, we moved to the street in Warminster mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid. And we just, it was nothing crazy, but there was always just some stuff going on in the house. And it seemed almost like, you know, things sort of moved through. Yes. So we had, like, the first instance, I heard somebody come up the steps. I turned around. I saw somebody walk past my doorway. I didn't think about it. And then I realized no one was home. What? Whoa. Um, 
So it was lots of little stuff like that. And then there were some big things. Like I, we used to be in a band and we practiced in the basement and one band practice things started just falling off the walls, like falling off the shelves, like sliding off all over. And we were watching them and they were doing this. No, you so watched was, it. It was, that was pretty intense. And then later I moved down the street, um, to be close to my parents. And that house had some stuff. Um, I got locked out of my house. My husband heard somebody calling him, honey, honey, honey. And he's going, what, what, what? And that is not me. But the, oh my best gosh. Story, the best story in that house is, um, oh so many chills. I got home from work like after a really bad week. Like it was a, it was like a Friday night. My husband was coming home. We were in our like twenties and I'm like, let's do tequila shots tonight. <laughs> never, well, never a good you choice. Are my people. You <laughs> are my people. people. <laughs> I cut up some lime. I got some salt. I pour myself a shot. I put it down on the counter. I go downstairs to watch some TV. I come back upstairs and the tequila bottle is gone. And I'm like, yeah. oh, did I put it away? Like, where did I put it? Like, you know, because I have ADHD. I do stuff like that. Like, I'll put it away and not Don't remember. I'll put it in the fridge. So I'm looking everywhere for it. And I'm like, where did it go? And I'm getting like a little irritated at this point. It was on top of the cabinets. Like, what? literally, like, we had a high <laughs> cathedral ceiling, so the cabinets had a big open space on the top of them. Can and you even reach up there? I could, because I'm very tall, but, like, it would not be something that I would, like, ever absent-mindedly oh, do. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, this, like, this somebody stuff, here yeah. doesn't want me drinking. <laughs> Wait, or they were just really trying to keep it for themselves. Those, yeah, maybe. Those drunk ghosts. I think I... that there was a uh, a little old lady there that liked my husband and did not approve of me. <laughs> that is so interesting. Oh, she's got she's jealous. She was she she thought I was not a very good uh, I was not a very dutiful housewife. <laughs> That's awesome. Shelly so is just like Shelly. Your your face is just like you're gonna your head's gonna explode. No, because it's like this. This stuff happens at my house all the time where, like, big things, like a tequila bottle or, like, in my instance, like, iPads mm -hmm. will just disappear, mm -hmm. completely disappear. And then we find them in the stupidest spots that no one would ever put them. Right. And I had, once, I had something disappear at my parents' house that I, um, I was on my bed on the phone. I put it down. I went to grab it. It was gone. I walked all over the house. I, I tore my bed apart looking for it. I walked all over the house looking for it. I came back. It was sitting on my pillow where I had been laying. Yes. I'm like, That's there's the no way thing. that I, I didn't, like, lay on it and not notice what? it there. Like, all yeah. the fucking time that happens here. And, like, <laughs> it's also interesting to me that you had a sense that it was an old lady spirit because I have a very strong sense that there's a child spirit here. So I just, I don't know. I just find that interesting that like you can kind of intuit what the thing is, you know, and there's like a personality to it. Right. And then, so my friend lived down the street 
and he would have stuff that happened in his house. Mm -hmm. And actually, to bring it back around, it was on that street that my mother may have seen the Jersey Devil. What? (laughs) Okay, what? So I can tell you that that's the closest I came to it, and I did not see it myself. But I was leaving her house because I would go down, I'd walk down to her house and hang out. And then I'd like walk back home and she was walking me out. I was turned around looking back at her and she was in the doorway looking out at me and behind me there was the street and a car was coming down the street and she's talking to me. Excuse me. And her face just kind of stops and she looks and she's like, what was what was that? And this car drives past. And I'm like, I turn around. I'm like, I don't know. What are you talking? She's like, as that car went around the corner, there was something standing in the middle of the road. It looked like a deer standing on its back feet. No. And as soon as the car pulled up, it jumped into the air and I was looking for it to land and it never landed. What the fuck? So that was, yeah, that that was my personal encounter that I apparently missed. Oh, (laughs) that is so weird that you were in the place that could have seen it personally. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. But I mean, I'm sure like there was like that, that instance in like the early 1900s or like, you know, I don't know how many, like dozens or hundreds of people in the whole tri-state area saw the right. Jersey Devil. It yeah. In, it was in Bristol around here and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I wanted to. And it's like, it sounds like that description. <clears throat> well, I wanted to read, if if you don't mind, a little excerpt that I thought was very descriptive. And, and I don't know if this is what, if you don't mind, I'll see. Oh, sure. Okay. So. I'm excited. <clears throat> she's a. Uh, there's a couple of different, you know, people talking in this scenario, but this, this, uh, it just says he saw the fold of leathery wings, the hooved feet, the large goat like head, and it was just ahead of him moving so fast, then it was gone. Had he imagined it? Where it had gone? Where had it gone? And where the hell was Mike? So then, um, Andy let out a deep sigh and decided to go back to his car to wait. He turned right into the Jersey Devil. The creature was tall, much taller than anyone had ever suggested. Nine feet, maybe? It loomed over him, glaring down with wet brown eyes. Its body was covered in thin fur, deer's fur, from its chest to its legs, but its arms were long, naked, clawed, and almost human-like. It had a long snout bristled in grayish fur, but it wasn't like a deer's face, and its expression was almost human, with deep brows furrowed into something that looked like sorrow. Two long horns curled back from its skull, yellowed and scuffed, and a long slender tail whipped from side to side behind it. Wow. And you'll have to read the rest of the book to know what happens. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. She's like... That's so interesting. It's good. It's really, really well well written by everybody. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I was just, I was, like, in preparation for this episode, I was watching just some, like, ridiculous YouTube channel, Ghost Hunter people, about the Jersey Devil, and they were talking, like, it just sounds, there's, like, a consistency to the description of it, and, like, where you see it, um, but, yeah, like, the nine-foot-tall thing kind of stood out to me, because that's what they were saying. Yeah, nine feet, 
tall is pretty tall. Oh, that's really, really like running. Really terrifying. If I found, if I ran into a nine foot deer standing on its back legs, like I no, wouldn't even. You. I don't even know if I'd think Jersey Devil, but I'm sorry with wings, <laughs> with wings. No. You know, <laughs> no, thank that you. motherfucker could fly. When my mom saw what she saw, she did not say I saw the Jersey no. Devil. She said, "Right, I think <clears throat> I saw. I don't know what I saw. It was like a deer standing on its back." legs and then mm-hmm. it jumped into the air and didn't land that is fascinating yeah. yeah and actually i have two other i have another friend who saw something in the pine barrens and i had so i was trying to find this story because i swear i read it before as well mm-hmm. it was like a famous story where a bunch of, like it, it was like i don't know like in the 50s or something or the and terrible things happen in that area footprints in the snow that went up and down houses mm-hmm. like in a mm-hmm. straight line oh, you no. heard this one mm-hmm. no i well, didn't like supposedly i my mother told me my grandfather was there and saw that wow Ooh, hooves but in the I, snow you know, no thank you i can't remember the details of it i remember being told that story when i was a kid and i don't know if he was just like kind of like telling us ghost stories to like scare us and like sharing this famous one or if he really was there I mean he was a carpenter and so he did all kinds of work all over the place was it like on the rooftops is that yeah yeah I do remember that I can't remember I was looking everywhere for that story to try to like get the details of it but I can't remember I couldn't find anything about it today that's amazing but the other one is a friend of mine's boyfriend told me and this guy Mm -hmm. was a what was he He was rotc and i think he was like wow what's the one he was a ranger so he was was in the military he was a ranger i don't remember what specifically that even means because i'm not a military (laughs) person um yeah i don't know (laughs) maybe he was very like buttoned down like you know like crew cut very like very you military know, kind of person, a very honest guy, uh, very earnest. And he told me a story that when he was in Boy Scouts, they went camping in the Pine Barrens and they were, you know, doing a thing where they were collecting firewood and it was getting dark and they were on a path and something stepped out onto the path with an animal hanging out of its mouth. Ew. And it looked at them, and it had big, like, you know, the luminous animal eyes, but it was on two feet. And it looked at them, and they looked at it, and it just walked right back into the woods across the path. And they went back to the the forest ranger who was, like, you know, the camp guide. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was, that's the Jersey Devil. We see him around. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's Harry. Oh, my gosh. Don't That's Harry. Harry (laughs) and the Hendersons. Remember Harry and the Hendersons? Oh, yeah, no, I watched that with my kids a couple of years ago. I love it. (laughs) It's Bigfoot. So, like... Okay, so Jerk Devil, and then you were talking about Loch Ness Monster, right? So, like, those are cryptids. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself drawn towards, like, tales of cryptids or, like, just horror in general? Or, like, where do you kind of land with all of that? Uh, you know, stuff just kind of hits me. Mm-hmm. So I, I would not say there's any one particular thing. Sure. So, uh, you know, of our stories, 
our books that we have Roanoke, The Jersey Devil, The Lady in White, mm. uh, The Dancing Plague, and Crybaby <gasps> Bridge. The Dancing Plague. Oh my gosh. I feel like so few people know about that. I don't But we got a whole book of it. It was our first book as a small press. And we got, uh, oh my gosh. I think it's nine different stories that are, like, oh, I love them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm totally getting thing. the other books because this one's <laughs> awesome. So I didn't even know there was a whole series and now I'm even more excited. Yeah. So yeah, we have the, we have the series of five and then we're going to start a novella series. So each story will kind of get like one author's take a little bit longer than what we have in these ones. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, I mean, I, I think certain things just strike certain people at different times. So for sure. me, Roanoke was always something that was like, I don't know, like I would just literally sit up and think about it. Like, Oh, I did stay you awake at night like and it's not like I mean they pretty much have it figured out that the this colonists went and were taken care of by the local yeah indigenous people and so like when but like at the same time you know there's so much weirdness around what happened mm -hmm. um yeah so actually I went to Roanoke for spring break one year like everybody's <laughs> going down to <laughs> Let's go. That's amazing. I wanted to see the tree, which apparently, you know, oh, I love you. Still standing, like a, you know, you know, like a four hundred year old tree doesn't last forever. Like, That's but awesome. I was so disappointed that that tree wasn't there because I was just like, I need to see this tree. I'm gonna know what happened to them. That's awesome. If I see the tree, did you ever watch American Horror Story? I did. I watched the first three seasons. All right. Well, uh, season five is on Roanoke, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember and that. And it's so, actually. it's based off like a reality, like they try to turn it like as if a, like reality TV stars go there. And it's, it's really, you know, at first it's funny and then you're just like this, what the fuck's happening? So I would love to read the book to see how, how different it is or what they did with the yeah, show. Yeah, but the book is a little rough because it was our first go yeah, at it, but it, it's, okay. it's actually, I I love my story and it. it's pretty true horror. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would definitely recommend that one to anyone who is interested in that subject. And that one definitely has like the full range of stories. We have a, a romance, we have a comedy, we have a it. fantasy, and then we have my horror story. That's so cool. I love that Do I'm friends have... with a horror writer. Sorry, Shelly. I know. Yeah, no, I, so like, we were talking about, like, you know, that drive to watch horror movies to get scared, but we're never scared. Do you ever find, like, when you're writing or brainstorming your stories that you spook yourself in any way? You know, I think one of the themes in my stories tends to be that what we do in real life, what we do mm. to ourselves is a lot scarier than some of the supernatural stuff out there. <laughs> Amen. So sister. I don't, I, you know, I would love to write something that actually terrifies me because it would help me on my quest to be terrified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite scary movie then? It's, it's still, still Poltergeist. Still Poltergeist? It's still, it still terrifies me. You know, watching that, I, okay. watching that as a mom, 
mm. is so different than watching it as a child and watching it as an adult. Like, first of all, you yeah. don't realize that the parents are, like, smoking pot in their room. Like, <laughs> Wait, did you see Poltergeist, like, Shelly? Did you see it yet? No, so this is the whole thing. Oh, this okay. is. Oh, you haven't seen it? Because... So it's so funny because I did a whole episode on Poltergeist and then also like my favorite horror movie is The Shining and then Jessica hadn't seen it for like forever. Okay. And then Jessica finally saw it, but the whole thing is like I'm supposed to go over there to watch Poltergeist because it's just, it's just like one of those things that it just never happened. I've seen like most every horror movie you can think of, but like I just to have never seen Poltergeist. And no, you don't want to watch that in your house. That's one of the hey, stipulations. No. That's I, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Let's not watch it in my house. Okay. I, don't know. I feel good. like that's bad juju. <laughs> oh yeah, no. That's and we don't fuck terrifying. with Ouija boards. We don't fuck with the Ouija boards. We don't yet. fuck with Ouija boards. Oh no, yet. me neither. Nope. No thank you. Nope. It's hard pass. That was, that was like the one thing my mom, that was my mom's role when I was growing up and I was a spooky kid, of course. Like, you know, I was like, please, please <laughs> let me get a Ouija board. She was like, right. no, 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 not in my house, never <laughs> around me. And honestly, please just don't. So now I, I teach my own kids like, Mm-mm. you know, I, I, you can be as spooky as you want. We do don't, some tarot, yeah. some oracle cards, but like we know no Ouija boards because we no. don't know what kind of doors we're opening. I think I did a no, whole episode a- on Ouija boards, and I it I think I did freak myself out. I'm like, I'm good, I'm good after this. I don't need to hear anymore. Yeah. <sighs> wow. No, it's funny. Um, this is a, also a tangent. Sorry, just there's no. This need is to be what sorry. we do. This is our. Um, this is what we do. Uh, I didn't, I don't think I talked about it yet because we haven't recorded in a while, but like a couple weeks ago, I think it was the day that you came over just for mm-hmm. girls night. Okay. With my daughters. Um, we were sitting at the dinner table and I don't know what <laughs> happened, but it finally like came out where I was like, yeah, guy, I mean, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. The house is fucking haunted. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you. I don't know what to tell you. There's parenting right there. My daughters were honestly so relieved Mm -hmm. because they didn't feel crazy anymore. Right. I forgot about that. Oh, like, okay, because we hear footsteps in this room, and the closet always opens in this room, and we always thought, but you kept Mm -hmm. saying it was the old house settling, and I was like, I didn't want to scare you, but I also don't want to, I didn't say this, but I was like, I don't want to bullshit you. Right. Like, yeah, it's... It is haunted, and and here's all the stuff I've experienced, and, like, they weren't scared. They were just kind of, like, relieved that they weren't crazy anymore. And Shelly has a third floor, so third floor equals automatic haunting. (laughs) My oldest daughter called it. She knew exactly which room in the house is the most haunted. She called it. I didn't say a word. She's like, it's this room. I was like, yeah. (laughs) it's the hot spot you're not wrong (laughs) that is the room and it used to be her old bedroom she's like i knew it i hated sleeping in there i'm like i'm sorry (laughs) i think it's it's good that you said that though i remember my mom saying that in our house and being like Mm -hmm. i i think we have a ghost and i'm like oh yes okay yeah. You feel I mean, less you know, crazy. It was so subtle most of the time. Like, it was just little things. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was no big deal. It wasn't scary even. It was just little right. stuff. No, nothing's, 
very few things scare me. Some things scare me here. Very few things scare me here. Nothing, nothing is malicious here. We coexist. It's fine. I just don't want them to touch my shit. Like, leave right. it alone. Leave the iPad where it is. I think, Shelly, the we'll funniest the funniest text you ever sent me was that the vacuum or something scared the shit out of you because you thought it was yes. a person with a hat on. Yes. Oh, so, no. you know, she doesn't get scared by anything else but the vacuum. The vacuum. And I was like, well, that's what most dogs are afraid of, too. No, so. I have to clean. Oh, my God. Fuck the vacuum. Fuck the vacuum. Um, oh, my gosh. That's wild. First of all, I'm so excited there's more books. Can we just talk about that for a second? <laughs> Second of yeah. all, when are you writing another one? The novellas, like, are you writing the horror section? And, like, when does that come out? So I haven't, um, I haven't published any of my stuff in our press's work okay. since. Well, I, I had something last year. I put out a, uh, a feminist horror anthology after... Um, certain politics happened. Mm -hmm. I'll go there. We don't need to get any deeper than that. And so if you're ever interested (laughs) in that, it's called Incubate. A, uh, what is it? A a horror collection of feminine power. And I do have a story in that. It's really interesting, but it isn't like folklore and urban legends like this. It's just pretty, it's pretty straight horror. And there's a lot of different stuff in there. Um, but I, um, political, so political stuff. I'm sorry, Elsie, but political stuff is horror in itself. <laughs> That's true. No, so I just, you, I'm you don't even have to explain that it's horror. To your podcast and get like, you know, you get you in trouble. No, there's no, there's no one that gives a fuck about this podcast, but us. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just saying there, there's no podcast police on us. And if there is fucking fuck off. <laughs> So, um, but I personally have a horror novella coming out next year, probably in the spring. Um, and it does go a little bit into folklore, uh, a little bit into that, but it's, um, really kind of like a mix of a bunch of different topics from the art world and art history, Mm. as well as swamp witches and mythology. Oh, that's swamp swamp witches. I hate I hate swamp witches. They're the worst. <laughs> is this a whole thing that I've been missing? What the fuck is a swamp witch? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still I'm still hooked on plague. What is it? Plague dancing, dancing plague. Dancing plague. See, I don't know. Yeah, wait, it's a whole thing. Is that the right ring it, around the rosy thing? No. No. It literally uh, I just realized how loud I'm being. Sorry if I'm screaming. No, you're not being loud. No, no, no. There was a dancing plague where people wasn't it like the medieval times? It was in the fifteen hundreds, right after around the end of the Black Death. Yeah. There was a epidemic of people would just start dancing and then everybody would start dancing with them and it would spread and it was And they couldn't stop. It would go. It was in a bunch of different places, but the most famous case was in Strasbourg, uh, which is I think around Alsace uh, and the Vosges Mountains in France, between France and Germany. Wow! So, uh, so there was yeah, they would they would start dancing, 
and they would just dance for days until they'd pass out. And when they'd wake up, they'd start dancing again. That's and it so was spreading. Creepy. That's fucking it's creepy. So it's so weird. And then it just stopped. So weird. And they have no idea what, like, what happened. It was like a possession or something. Yeah. I, I mean, so that's, it's one of my favorite books. It actually didn't get as much attention as I would have liked because it was our first book as a small press. Mm-hmm. Well, you um, should re-release it or something and then get more like press for it. Cause like, it's such an interesting topic. Like yes, people should yes. read about it. So Everyone buy her book. All of our authors have really cool theories. So we have like witchcraft yeah. and we have like, um, you know, like toxins and we have, yeah, demonic possession and splash one of demonic possession. Actually, made it into a kind of um. <laughs> they made it into Beatlemania, basically <laughs> Beatlemania in the Middle nice. Ages. Oh my so god! It's a really fun book, and there's a lot of stories in it. And it was our first one that we kind of opened up to the world. So there's like some really, really That's good awesome. talent that is is kind of just getting their names out there right now. Ooh, well, maybe we can have them on, too, if they want to share their stories Absolutely. of... Absolutely, I can always reach out to people and ask them if they want to sure. talk to I, you. like, literally want to, like, as soon as we're done here, immediately order all your stuff and read it, because, <laughs> like, it sounds so interesting. It is. It, it definitely... I we, we just kind of, like, cherry-pick random stories, and we love... I mean... Elsie, I don't know if you heard a lot of our episodes. I know you heard the Crybaby Bridge one, but if you hear more recent ones, we just love our Reddit stories. And we just oh, read... Yeah. So we just many read, Reddit stories. We just read other people's fucking... Ghost stories. Up. Yeah, they're ghost stories, they're shenanigans, and then we comment yeah, on them. Yeah, so. I love those. There's a, um, there's a TikToker, Anti-Matrix, hmm. that I hmm. follow, and she does Glitch in the Matrix stories. Ooh. Oh my gosh, some of them are so scary. So that kind of stuff freaks me out more yeah. than movies a lot of the time because it's like the real stories. Yeah. And like I will stay up reading the Matrix mm-hmm. subreddit until like three in the morning because I'll be too scared to go to bed. And there's so some something of them does scare you. Haunt my dreams. Yes. Real real people account stories. Like mm-hmm. I yes. am absolutely addicted yes. to those. Like they scare the heck out of me hell out of me whatever i can curse here okay she's yeah. like wait a minute who am i talking it's to curse friendly here yes <laughs> we encourage um, it <laughs> so yeah and that's one of the reasons why i like like these these real life mysteries and accounts and some of them like some of the authors like they offer very like very realistic solid like um objective stories that have nothing to do with the supernatural and i like mm. that too like i want everybody to have the option but we tend to get more supernatural um and like more supernatural theories like as we go on which i like because that's my favorite that's awesome mm-hmm. oh my gosh do you listen to any podcasts i listen to astonishing legends what's that tell me about that what is oh that? oh my gosh you guys would love it because they they do a lot of these they do all these stories like specific stories and they kind of do, do a deep dive and like go down all the rabbit holes that's awesome okay um, okay so they've done the Jersey devil they've done um they've done the lady in white they've done what else oh man like everything they went to sally house 
What's that? Oh, yeah. They did a a whole podcast there where they, like, literally did, like, the, um, you know, the the recordings. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, yeah, uh, EVP. And they got something, and it was, it's really, like, it's great because, like, they have, like, what sounds like something, like, shouting at the thing. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I think you would really like it because it's very similar to this format, so in the same kind of subject matter. Awesome. awesome. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I um, I have to give a shout-out to – not like I need to give a shout-out to them because they're, like, <laughs> fucking really famous. But there's a there's a YouTube channel called Sam and Colby. They, they went to the Sally house and got an attachment, and then, like, something from the Sally house ended up following them around oh my to God. different places. But they just around Halloween, they did a week where they literally slept and stayed at the Conjuring house. Oh, wow. And I highly recommend this because they have a couple of people there that can communicate with spirits through a series of like knocking. Mm. And they communicate with so many different spirits. Some of them are like, like Sam and Colby's like grandparents talking to them saying things that like nobody else would understand like it's so emotional and so intriguing so like i highly recommend Uh, i'll um, definitely check that out yeah sam and colby the conjuring house um it's satori and cody are the ones that communicate through knocks with spirits it's so interesting it's amazing they're like did you eat your (laughs) did you eat your vegetables the grand (laughs) the grandparents are weighing in and you're like shut up grandma it's like the ouija board it's like um why do your pants have holes in them (laughs) wait the one ouija board meme or something it was like why are it's a it's like get out of here grandma it's like are it's spelled out are you hungry you know how (laughs) grandparents always are did you eat yet uh anyway that's awesome um i i'm wait um sorry what no uh i was just wondering uh, (laughs) um besides like your house and your street growing up like do you have any other paranormal experiences that you've had uh i've had a ton really i'm also like one of those people that like a lot of the times, like, the people around me are having them, and I'm the one missing them. <laughs> oh, so I feel like, like your mom's seeing the Jersey Devil, and you're just Yeah, there and, and my yeah. mom actually saw, when my mom's seen a lot of stuff, like, while my back's been turned, that, like, there was something uh, just a couple years ago that I actually verified. She saw, like, a big green light go flying past her house, right? Oh, And my I gosh. turned around and just saw the tail end of it. And I later went and looked up the date and looked at the uh, meteorite center because there's a place where people report things they see in the sky, basically. Oh, like fireballs and and all this stuff. So I went and looked it up, and it was seen all over the East Coast over the course of several hours. What? So it wasn't a meteorite because a meteorite doesn't take several hours to, like, move through the sky. No. Right. That's really strange. Do you um, do you believe in the in you know, Area Fifty One aliens, all that stuff too? I you know what I don't know I don't know if I believe in anything specifically. I'm just willing to gather the information and hear about it. Yes, I definitely believe I like that. that there's some weird stuff out there. Yeah, and stuff you I can't love explain about it. 
Yeah, weird it's shit just... happens in my house, and I wonder if it's haunted. But then I'm like, eh. It's, like... it's kind of a new house, but weird shit does happen in your house. I know, things just fall. One of the um, pictures we have... Now, keep in mind, none of this is, like, bolted to the wall or anything. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like, you know, these the things are being ripped out of the wall and, like, just falling. But we have, going up our stairwell, like, um, you know those, like, tile pictures you can order? The little mm-hmm. squares? They have, like, you know, double-sided tape on the back. And we would just kind of, like, stuck them to the wall because it was just easier than putting a whole bunch of holes in the wall. Right. One time, the, the one of them just was, like, fell on the wall off the wall. So, we're like okay, maybe it's just like the tape wore off or whatever. Didn't really think much about it. Then another time we were sitting in the living room and um, my stepson was watching TV. There was like nothing on TV that would have triggered anything and we weren't even talking. Ken and I weren't even talking. And all of a sudden my phone just went, uh-huh. Uh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, Alexa uh-uh. does that every once in a while. I'm like, oh, honey, she's not okay with that. And I think the other day, um, Ken and I were in completely separate rooms and we just hear a loud bang and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, that wasn't me. And no one else is here. And uh, one of the, the mirror that we have in our bathroom, it's like a stuck on like, you know, suction cup mirror. So he can shave and things like that. Totally, like, in the tub. Like, just fell off the wall. Oh, wow. I feel like things fall all the time in your house, so. Yeah. As long as I don't fall, like, down the stairs <laughs> or something, then we're good. Things can... The whole technology thing, though, that was another thing my daughter said. They said that their Alexa often goes off um, in their rooms. Like, um, like she'll be, like, the whisper mode, mm-hmm. and she'll be like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. Could you repeat that? Or something oh, like that. No. Yeah. No. I've had my Alexa go off, and you can actually check and see what the yes. case is. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I ha- That's happened I haven't been able to, like, there's literally, like, nothing there. And I'm like, why? What? What's going no. on? No. So, like, why Shelly, Shelly has a story. I've, I've told this before. I was literally watching the movie Annabelle, and... In the movie, and I'm not kidding, this literally happened. There was a scene where, like, the phonograph in the movie starts playing in the next room on its own. And immediately the Alexa in the kitchen starts playing music. Mm-mm. And I was like, okay. Um, and we checked, like, we checked the movie to be like, was there anything that sounded like Alexa that set it off? And then my ex-husband was just like, oh, no, like, we can just check my app and we listened to the command and it was a woman in our kitchen uh-uh. telling Alexa to play music and it was not me. No one else was home oh. and it was clear as day. It was a woman saying Alexa play and then it trailed off and Alexa started playing music. Oh my goodness. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was the whole thing. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that happened to me, like, not in a place that I lived in. And it's hard because, like, I guess you spend so much time at home and you get yeah. comfortable at home. So, like, our my first apartment, you know, was also a place I lived in. And I had, like, things happen in there that were just, it would, it almost, mm-hmm. again, like, it would feel like almost like something was moving through. Like, it wasn't hanging out in my apartment, but every once in a while something would just kind of wander. And the thing I always think about 
is you know how they say that some hauntings are like residual hauntings like it's not mm-hmm. an actual ghost so yeah there was one night that I woke up and I looked in the corner and you know it's dark in my room with like a little like you know it's it's an apartment you get a little bit of light from like the street lights outside and otherwise it's pretty dark but in the corner of the room I saw like what looked like, and it wasn't a shadow. It was almost a little bit luminous, but not like glowing. It's hard to describe. That's you know, crazy. best way to describe it is when you like, when you're looking at a light and then you turn out the light and you still kind of see that aura of the light mm. in your eyes. Yep. That's kind of what it looked like. And it was a mm-hmm. man and he was standing. Oh, what? <laughs> and then he was sitting and then he was burying his face, and then he was standing, sitting, and burying his face over and over and over again. (sighs) And I remember sitting there being like, I don't know if I'm seeing this. Like, I can't, like, you. how do you even fathom that at, like, 2 in the morning when you just woke up? No. I never want to see that. No. It wasn't. Not even at 2 in the afternoon. It wasn't even scary it was almost like watching like a projector play like <gasps> that's so fucking creepy i don't know yeah no i'm thought, sorry like, i'm pretty creeped out by it <laughs> <laughs> i just thought you know i i felt like at some point in time somebody lived in that apartment which was like built in like the, the mm-hmm. 50s or the 60s or something like that somebody lived in that apartment and sat in that place trying to make a decision for hours and it just pressed itself into that space and it just couldn't play because this person i got that he was just distraught and didn't know what to do oh that's sad it's like he's stuck in a loop but i don't i didn't feel like he was there like i didn't feel like anybody was in the room it was almost like watching something on tv it was that is wild that is that's wild wow wow we're both just like I have to say that like <laughs> none of my experiences have really been like they're you know like the last one like so every time something happens I'm never like prepared for it like it's always like wait that can happen wait yeah is that what I think it was yeah my very well so that we started this I, I started this podcast um because I had a, a ghost so the very first episode is my ghost story and I went to someone's house so we're talking about you know I never lived in a haunted house that I know of I don't know if this one is <laughs> we're about to find out um because I bought it I live here so you know it, it's we are roommates now buddy um and we have an attic we've never looked in by the way so you know oh, wow. I know field trip field trip to the attic the little crawl space attic but I went to a, a guy's house that I, I stayed at um, and I didn't, I, it was my first time at his house and he had a dad that was sleeping and it was like, you know, after bar hours, so 2 a.m. ish or whatever. And I saw somebody walk past me, like on the corner of my eye and I was like, oh, was that your dad? And he was like, and he, he just went completely white and said, oh, you saw that too? You can see them too. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So it just, it just really, uh, I think what, what I'm drawn to is just like no one, people can say things all day that they've seen things and whatever, but it's like, until you experience it yourself, it's really hard to explain to other people. And I'm. Oh, it's so hard to explain. Like Shelly, I would feel crazy. Right. 
I know. Yeah, so. I wanted to see ghosts so bad when I was a kid, and I we our yeah. first house was just not haunted, and I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> my parents, my, my mom grew up haunted. in a haunted house, so growing up, we always had these stories of her like terrifyingly haunted house. Oh. Like she had a, she had a shadow man. She had a shaking bed, like where she'd go to no. bed, and as soon as she'd fall asleep, the bed would start to shake. No. Well, that's terrible. I mean, that's um, no. terrible night sleep. You hear like chains dragging and Ew. something walking up and down the steps, like that. It, like no, that sounds like on, like terrifying. Like yeah, absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Something in that house wanted to terrify her and her family, and they all have like that. Is she mm-hmm. related to Jacob Marley? No, it's like, it like, reminds <laughs> know, me of right? like a Christmas carol. There were chains. It absolutely sounds like that. Like, like it was minute. just a normal, t- it was like just a normal house in like uh, Glenside too. Like it, was just, it wasn't like an old house. It wasn't like anything like that. It was just like a normal house mm-hmm. that was had built in like the 60s. And mm. I wonder if people can like, if a, if a spirit follows you. And then, mm-hmm. like, can you leave a spirit behind? <laughs> like, oh, it followed you me to this to house. You have to exercise the spirit, honestly. You can't just, like, you leave. Tell, I think you can tell them to leave you alone. Sometimes they'll listen. I do. Yeah, I have done that. I have done that. I just wonder if the people in the houses that lived there before both of you and had haunted houses, like, did they experience things, you know? Absolutely. I don't, I don't have a doubt in my mind. Um, the woman down the street that I'm friends with, when it was like at the peak here, yeah, I was desperate because I felt insane. And I texted her and I was like, hey, like, I don't want to sound crazy, but like, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. Does anything ever happen in your house? Mm. And so nonchalantly, she was like, oh, yeah, no, my house is totally haunted. I walk into rooms and tell them to leave me alone all the fucking time. And I was yeah. like, oh, OK. Oh, OK, bye. But you have a haunted okay. neighborhood, too. And oh, I think everybody yeah. in my old neighborhood, I think everybody's house was haunted in that neighborhood. I don't think there was any one ghost in that neighborhood. I get there that. Was a yeah. There was a crew, a ghost crew that used to hang out in the right. streets. You know how they say, like, the, it, there's, like, it like running water or something like that sometimes cause paranormal like stuff to be heightened i think there was a lot of um underground springs in the area and i think i live right across the street from a creek and every house on this block is like from 1850 yeah there you go well that'll do it there's the combo that'll do it that'll do it well great I don't want to, you know, keep you guys any later than you have to be because this I could probably talk for three hours with, I know. with you both. I feel like we're all besties now. Like, <laughs> well, I'd like... love to come on again yes. and talk about more spooky stuff. Yes, absolutely. We would love to have you um, because, you know, Shelly and I can only talk to, uh, to to each other for so long, you know. And then <laughs> oh, okay. Pe- people like to hear it's, other it's people. Honestly, like, you know, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I literally founded a whole, like, publishing company around it so you are welcome anytime yes well Um, anything else so i did want to just say real quick um so my story from the jersey devil actually will be available as a novelette but only if you sign up for the speculation publication newsletter oh i'm gonna do it how do you do that um so you can go to speculationpub.com okay and go to the news page and sign up for our newsletter, and then you'll be added onto it. 
and yes. you'll get our newsletter if we don't spam but you get like you know like you know five to eight a year and they usually have freebies they usually have anything we're coming out with any of our books we'll ask for reviews and we'll tell you what we have coming out we'll tell you what Yay. we what we're looking for stories for and we'll usually have like discounts or giveaways and stuff like that on there so this year for our for the holidays we're giving away a little novelette and we'll have nice. some other stuff going on that's awesome. That's awesome. Yay. I'm definitely going to sign up for that. I'm going to read all of your stuff. Yes. Buy all the books. I'm your new biggest fan. <laughs> yes. Well, and then you can also follow me as a writer, as an author at lcwallingham.com. And that's where I have all my stuff about my books that are coming out and any short stories I have with other presses. Yes. All that fun stuff. That's, That's great. That's awesome. Thank you oh. so much, seriously, for doing this. We're super excited. Oh, I thank you so much for having me. Of Honestly, course. anytime I can talk about ghosty stuff with people, Yay. I'm pretty excited <laughs> yes. about it. That's that's us all the time. You're you're that's welcome us. anytime. We we always want to. That's what we do for fun. So Shelly, anything yeah. else before we close out? No, Elsie, it was so nice mm-hmm. to meet you. Thank you for being on. I can't wait to read your work. It's so yes. nice to meet you too, and I hope that we can do this again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right, awesome. everyone. Hopefully, we didn't scare you too much. Sleep well. <laughs> Bye. Bye.